Hello. Hello. We're um, around Becca's house again, so you'll have to excuse the noisy dogs. We've had enough of my eldest's dirty, messy bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what's been going on this week? The Queen's died. Sadly. Yeah, the Queen died last, well, not last night, but we found out, obviously, at half six last night. So. Yeah, they obviously yeah. waited like, yeah. to do the big I did think when they said she's under doctor's, like, um, concern, I was like, she's And gone. everyone's flying up. Yeah, that's thing. When they said all the family are travelling to Balmoral, I was like, she's gone. She's We're going to hear at six, yeah. 6.30 that she's gone. Yeah, because like, people were saying like the news anchors and everything were wearing like black ties and black. stuff. They'd also pre-recorded BBC. I think had pre-recorded the announcement. Yeah, um, so sorry. but yeah, it's a big end moment of an in, era. Yeah, big moment yeah. in history. That like, is. Yeah, as you say, it feels like the end of an era. Yeah, and you kind of going to change. Yeah, and, I, she, she's kind of like David Attenborough. That you kind of think they're going to go on forever. Bit of a national treasure. Like, yeah, no matter just, what you think of them, they are. A national treasure, and yeah. they're old, and they don't seem that, you know. Yeah, I'm going to be so cut up though when David Attenborough. Oh my dies. god, I am going to be sobbing my heart Literally. out. Literally, it'll be. I will never watch another nature documentary again that he doesn't narrate. Yeah, how can someone else narrate? I them? know. Yeah. Oh, I got a new private student today, and they're like animal mad. Oh, and I was like, yes, I am going to set them like watching David Attenborough like documentaries <laughs> yes. to talk about and stuff <laughs> and, so, and do like presentations on so, amazing. <laughs> so excited <laughs> but yeah it's going to be worse than Alan Rickman dying for me oh like Alan Mi- so sad yeah, I cried when Alan Rickman died and I think when David Attenborough goes which I hope never happens I think I will actually be in bits. Like, I will have to just not do anything for the rest of the day. Just Just watch watch. his documentaries for, like, a weekend. That zoo program that he had. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's got a new series coming out this Sunday, actually. Um, Frozen Planet 2. Okay, don't jinx it. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, Frozen Planet 2's coming out. And they've got, like, a... I don't know, like, a footage first of, um... I can't remember what it what like it's it is. No but thing or something. It's something to do with like some animals hunting or something. Like that they've okay. actually got footage of them doing it or something. Ah. I can't remember. That was Let a really unhelpful it. thing for me to add, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> but anyway, got footage of something. something. <laughs> oh. Oh. Right. Well, on with we've this got- week. Yeah. Yes, because I have been waiting for week two for this, because sometimes we record multiple episodes on the trot. Yeah. And this time we've had, to, yeah, we've had to wait for a week. And <laughs> I I hate having to wait for a week with yours. I'm fine with waiting on mine. Because like, you know well, what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, last week, obviously, we were talking about Becca Aylward. Um, and mm, so sad. Really is. Um, and last week, uh, we just got to where the police had informed her mum, Sonia, that they had arrested Davies uh, for Becca's oh, murder. So yeah, this is where they've ex-boyfriend. got somebody has that they've got like Ninnis. Ninnis is in custody as yeah, well. They also arrested him. And then there's the other guy who spoke to the police, Thomas. Thomas, yes. Thomas and I'm has just, a surname, not a first name. Yeah. And yes. that, yeah, because I really need to know why they've got all these three involved. Three involved. Not just fucking, whatever his name is. Like, Davies. Davies. Yes, the <laughs> human scum. I care so little about him, I'm not remembering his name. And no one should. No. He's literal scum. Human sack. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I just love that. So, 
Odie, no. Ignore the dogs barking in the background. Last week, I've just been editing it. Last week was um the cat. There's so many places in the oh. bedroom. Stop it, Alfie. <laughs> we can always go upstairs to one of the bedrooms. That's but... all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Sonia um was very confused, obviously, with why they'd also arrested Davies because she believed that out of the two of them. Ninnis would be the one who would hurt. Oh yeah, they said Davies. Davies. He came across as like actually a nice guy. He's a nice Nice guy, guy. exactly. (laughs) Um, But police um, at this point had told Sonia that all the evidence and forensics that they actually had were pointing towards Davies working alone and Ninnis not being involved. So why is Ninnis there? I we kind of get there okay so this is obviously because they're both at this point blaming each other um Mm -hmm. and uh, oh yeah ninnis was also in that area Okay. okay so um that evening after they'd sort of broken the news to sonia uh doherty phoned to inform sonia that the following wednesday so the 27th of october now davies would be appearing at the magistrate's court to be charged um, oh. Again, Sonia didn't understand why just Davies was being charged when the other two boys had been with him the day of Becca's murder mm. and that had been corroborated. Mm. Um, Did you say corroborated? Corroborated? I'm sure <laughs> I said corroborated. No, I obviously didn't because now I'm struggling with that. <laughs> corroborated. Oh, I'm sure like, I must have worked through a list or something mm. when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Doherty told her that the police were still convinced that Davies did act alone. Hmm. Um, and the fact only Davies was charged was hard in other ways as well for Sonia and her family and Becca's family. Why? Uh, Jess, when she went back to school, she was going to be moving to the same school as Becca being so close in age, which meant that she would be back to school when she'd moved because obviously they'd moved house so then her school was moving so she would be at school with Ninnis and Thomas because they hadn't been charged they're just free yeah oh so she would be having to see them who were with him the day her sister was murdered Mm -hmm. who were joking and saying we'll buy you a fry up if you murder her yeah and now she's got to see them walking around school every day I think I would not I wouldn't be able to send... I no. know that sometimes you're in a position where you can't not because of catchment areas, yeah. but I think I would just be like, you're not going to that school. It's like, such a horrible oh, position to have yeah. to face. Not, again, like, yeah, saying she did anything wrong. No. But just horrific oh, to have to deal with that. Poor Jess. Yeah. So, a couple of weeks later... Um, Charmaine, uh, who was the second family liaison support officer for the family, um, they came round to look at Becca's room. So Charmaine spent some time talking to Sonia um, about all the books that Becca liked to read because she was an avid reader, apparently. Um, She loved writing as well. um, And Sonia said that she was sure that if she'd been given the chance to live her life, um, she'd have had some of her works actually become published. Oh, that's just, amazing. Oh. Um, Charmaine also told Sonia that she would need to take Becca and Jess's laptops to see if they could like gather evidence from them. Okay. Because Davies had been over at their house so much, 
he might their thinking was he might have actually used them oh okay so mm. Sonia told her that he actually had been on both laptops at various points mm-hmm. um, he'd even connected to them because he's a controlling arsehole t- Mm. Um, he had installed remote assistance on his iPhone okay, and he had connected that to the laptops right. so that he'd be able to have remote control over the laptops. Oh, that's weird. Yep. What the fuck? He's a creepy little controlling yeah. fucker. Because what's even the... Why? What, what's the so gain of that? So he could, I guess, and log on, read what Becca was saying, oh. turn off the computer when he wanted. Like, he gave him full access oh, wow. remotely to her computer, from what I understand. That's disgusting. Oh, yeah. That invasion of privacy. Oh, it's nasty. Mm. Um, so, yeah, with this, though, Charmaine was just, like, really hopeful that they'd be able to get some more evidence from mm-hmm. it. Like, she seemed to think that that was really likely. Mm. So, while the collection of the laptops were hard, Sonia said even harder was, like, letting go of anything physical that showed that Becca had lived and breathed in her home. Yeah, having her things gone must have felt yeah. so odd. Sonia said she feared that they just wouldn't be able to keep hold of anything. Mm. Um, so her and her brother, Jack, um, they actually stashed some hairs of Becca's that they found, um, Aww. like on one of her pillows in a little box. Oh. Just so that they had something that they knew that they'd get to keep hold of. That's just tragic. That really Aww. is. It's just, that's, the thought of that is just heartbreaking. Mm. Um, yeah, and thoughts of how Becca had suffered just continued to plague Sonia's head. Mm-hmm. They'd just go round and round, like with just, Especially with the constant, like, turning over, examining, like, scouring the house and their lives for any evidence against Davies. It just, everything was just getting examined and overturned and just searched through. And there's just no sort of haven away from that. Yeah. But you don't have the privacy to grieve, even. No. Mm. So, Charmaine was apparently a massive lifeline to Sonia though Um, and she tried to reassure them all throughout it that Becca due to her injuries and how she was killed hadn't actually suffered when she was murdered Mm. and that she was convinced that they'd managed to bring Davies to justice and that's just what Sonia clung to the whole way through it you'd have to yeah she trusted Charmaine and Doherty, and so this, along with Becca's desire to be a barrister, which was obviously cut short, um, meant that she allowed them to take items from her room, like all the makeup she had, um, and everything that she just thought she wouldn't be able to part with. That sort of gave mm. her the strength yeah. to do that, and knowing that, I guess in a way as well, that it's what Becca wanted to be doing with her yeah. life. She's sort of honouring oh. her in that way as yeah. well. So that's two sort of police people yeah. doing a really good really job. Really good job of yeah. just making her feel supported and safe. safe. Yeah, as safe as possible. Yeah, yeah, and like she can just trust them. Like mm. Even if you didn't trust the police or the process, yeah. she trusted them. Mm. Um, they even found a <clears throat> bottle of nail varnish, okay. um, which Sonia... Uh, straight away assumed that it must be because there was like flakes of nail varnish at the crime scene that they wanted to match ah, it to with Davies. Okay. So interestingly with that one she gave them I don't know if I mentioned it later, but she gave them all the nail varnish in Sonia's uh, not in Sonia's in Becca's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um and then during the trial 
um, they keep on asking her about it, like, are you sure that you've given us all the nail varnish um, okay. in the lead up to it? And then she remembered that the day that Becca was murdered, she'd actually painted her and her sister's nails in the living room and put oh. the nail polish away in the living room and her mum managed to find it oh my like, gosh. right before the trial. Wow. And I'm guessing that was important. That was one of the crucial pieces of evidence. Oh, go Sonia. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, um, at the same time that investigators were busy collecting all of this evidence, um, they were also collecting evidence in Davy's bedroom and like his grandmother's house and everything. Mm-hmm. So Charmaine would bring photos over as well of stuff that they'd found to ask Becca's family about. Okay. Now, these photos included things like hairbands that mm-hmm. Becca would wear and also a knife that they'd found. Oh. Um, they showed the picture of the knife um, to Sonia and Sonia called Jess in to get Jess to look at it as well. And Jess confirmed that, yeah, that was Davy's knife. Okay. Um, but also that he had another one that was large with a jagged blade. The fuck? Yep. Um, because obviously it makes him feel tough and strong and like a yeah. big man. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said he'd also threatened her with it when she, when she, Becca and Jake were over at his one day. Oh my God. Yeah. She's just, you, oh, bottom feeder. Yeah, what the fuck? In fact, we've got fish that are bottom feeder and they're nice fish. So yeah. He's don't, not even that. Don't insult the fish. No. Like, <laughs> God, what the... Like, yeah. just... I can't... I don't know. To be fair, that reminds me of a certain someone. Well, true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but moving on. Uh, it Time moved on as well um, in the case. And it turned to November. Um, now, at the start of November, Sonia still hadn't received Becca's body back to be able to lay her to rest. Oh, gosh. Now, this is... I think I can see it from both sides. Like if sort of someone I knew that I was related to is being charged with murder, wanting to make sure that sort of everything was done to make sure that if they were innocent, it would show up. But also yeah. if someone was murdered, how the hell could you put the family through this? Mm-hmm. Because Don't like Sonia it. getting yeah. Becca's body back was further delayed um, she'd already been autopsied, okay. but Davy's family had requested a second autopsy to be done. Okay. Just to sort of make sure that the findings in the first one, like there was no discrepancies or right. anything like that. So almost like a second opinion. Okay. Which, as I said, you can kind of see it from both mm. sides. Yeah. But I can see... You kind of... Yeah, you wanting every scrap of possible evidence to be noticed but yeah putting the family through that is also yeah just horrendous Sonia was understandably as I said I can understand her side of it as well she was Mm. absolutely distraught yeah Um, she wrote to the prime minister at the time who was David Cameron oh god which is crazy because obviously he's such a recent prime minister that to me just really put into perspective how recent this case was oh really interesting because i was kind of thinking god david cameron feels like ages ago oh, okay so <laughs> maybe <laughs> he doesn't then. feel recent to me um uh she did it was shitty that she only got a standard letter back um and that was it there was sort of no real sympathy expressed or personal 
person pers- like like personalization yeah or... that's the word i'm struggling yeah. to it at all um mm. so she kind of put this behind her because she's incredibly strong um and she focused instead on getting to face Davies in court as well oh. as his parents shit yeah. um she wanted him she wanted to be able to stare him down and actually make him yeah like feel uncomfortable she was hoping mm. i can't imagine just that horrible feeling of being like you've been in my house yeah countless times just like there and oh that mm. no she also wanted the chance as well to sort of not quite confront because you wouldn't be able to confront but like physically like just be yeah making her presence known to his parents um Mm -hmm. as she said they hadn't even reached out to offer any support or condolences oh my god and they knew becca yeah she was round theirs as well i can understand feeling like what the fuck do we say how can we say anything to to them but nothing yeah you still need to say something i think even if i just said I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, like, but I am so sorry for what you're going through. Yeah. yeah. But no, they didn't reach out at all, according to Sonia. Wow. So, Wednesday the 10th of November came, um, and Sonia had to make the difficult trip with Jess and Jake to where Becca had been murdered. Um, I suppose she didn't have to, but she felt that she had to. Um, that it was just something that she had to do. Um, Mm -hmm. She hadn't wanted to go there until all the press and forensics had gone. Um, She wanted it just to be a private moment, not splashed on, like, all the newspapers and everything. Um, And she also wanted, sort of, Doherty assured her that, sort of, once they'd finished, the crime scene would be cleared up. Okay. Um, So, sort of, going there and seeing it, but not having to be confronted with the horrors of how it was. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so she, Jess and Jake, uh, went up there. She took Jess and Jake as well. They were adamant that they wanted to go and lay flowers for their sister. Hmm. Um, Sonia said she was completely torn as to whether she should let them or not. Yeah. Sort of worried that if she did take them with her, they'd have to carry the image of where Becca was murdered Mm. for the rest of their lives. But Jess was absolutely sort of so convinced that she wanted to go she actually pleaded with Sonia and said that carrying the regret of not laying flowers for her would be even worse yeah so I think that's the thing if an adult can want to go yeah children we so often downplay children's ability to feel emotions in the same way as an adult and that's not true I still get upset that I wasn't allowed to go to my granddad's funeral yeah exactly that's the thing like we can't take away that option of grieving from children no. because we think it's too much for them. That's not yeah. fair. I think his granny thought it would be too much for her, yeah. which I can understand, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, still hurts me at times. Yeah. But and you were, like, five. five so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, they all went there, um, and when they did get there... Um, Sonia was completely shaken to see how close they were to Ninnis's house. Oh. That's just a hard word to say. I know. Ninnis keeps like, I'm glad I'm not keeps having to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said she also saw just this 
huge amount of flowers and teddies and sort of tokens that had been laid nearby for Becca at mm-hmm. the edge of the woods. Uh, such an outpouring of grief and shock and love just from the community to, to her. Oh, wow. So just goes to show, I, I think, what an amazing person Becca was. Yeah. So Doherty met them there and he led them into the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia noted how there was a, like this bank that you had to climb up and over to get into the woods. Okay. Like, I can picture it, but yeah, I don't know I how to describe can, it. So, yeah. Um, and she told Doherty that there was just no way in hell that Becca would have willingly climbed over it to get into the woods. Like, as we said earlier, she wasn't one for getting dirty. She was a massive girly girl. Uh, she didn't like true. the dirt or going into the woods in general. Okay. Um, and on top of that, Sonia said, she had her new boots on that would have gotten muddy. Oh, yeah, she was just like, was... there's no way with yeah, what she was like. Yeah, because it had been like pissing it down all yeah. day, hadn't it? So, so she was just like, no, she wouldn't she wouldn't have gone in there willingly oh, at all um mm-hmm. and then yeah they stepped into a clearing um where doherty pointed to the tree where they'd found becca mm. um it was just an ordinary tree that was just like any other mm. so after so it wasn't far into the woods no then. not that far okay so after combing the whole area and taking everything in, Sonia quizzed Doherty, like just needing to know all the details, mm-hmm. where the weapon had been found, where Becca was, which way she was facing. And on top of that, how did it now look all so clean and tidy and didn't show any of the horrors that had been there? Mm-hmm. I suppose that's what they said, though, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, but I think just seeing it, she was expecting there would be yeah. some sign of what mm. had happened. Yeah, for a place to be that painful but not show any outward signs would feel really jarring, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. just that sort of conflict. Mm. So Doherty told them that the murder site had been very different, obviously, the day Becca had been murdered. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess I was kind of imagining... I knew you said she'd been hit with a rock. But I guess I'd kind of imagined that it was kind of just the woods and her body kind of not anything else there yeah so yeah i think the difference was that since they'd cleaned it sort Mm. of they'd gotten rid of all the overgrowth all the brambles Ah, and the rocks and everything oh so it was like it wasn't really a clearing at that point it wasn't really like you'd come out into somewhere like no i'm kind of imagining it's more like you waded into the woods off a path yeah, it's how it would have been. Yeah. Um, but okay. then once they'd done all their forensics, it mm. was more, like, as you maintained. say, maintained. Okay. Okay. So she was, like, in the undergrowth. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, that, again, that's not somewhere that you're going to willingly just go. No. Is no. It? That's horrible. So, after asking all her questions, um, it was time to lay the flowers. And it's just so sad um, they aimed to place the flowers where Becca's heart would have been. Oh, and oh my gosh! Then they had a priest as well. I'm not sure it was a priest or a vicar or something because mm-hmm. of their religion. And yeah. they'd asked their local priest, vicar, whatever he was. I'm sorry, religious figure. Yeah, um, to come with them. Okay. So he then prayed and blessed the place, sort of sprinkling holy water about. That's sweet. And yeah sort of in her book Sonia says that at this point when the religious figure was doing this 
Um, she felt all her anger and sadness melt away. Oh, so it really brought her like yeah. some release and closure to yeah. in a in a way. Um, she said the sun just started shining down on them, lighting up thousands of pine needles that were floating oh. down. Okay. And with that, she felt a moment of peace. Um, she said the horrific images of Becca lying murdered in that clearing had been replaced by the golden sunshine, Aww. and the clearing had been cleansed, and where no evil now would happen again. And it was somewhere that she would just never return. Like, oh wow, it's just oh, gosh, that's so. I don't know. Like, I'm not religious, but that's but really her powerful. To be able to, yeah, feel yeah. that, and that is so, yeah. Like that that still really touches me. Yeah. Like wow. And just for her to have that peace where she says she's no longer got that image necessarily going round and round in her head Mm -hmm. in the same way, but she's now got a comforting Yeah. Sort of feeling as well. Mm. Um, yeah, she just said that when that sun came down and everything she could just feel um Becca around them. Oh wow. So after they'd done this and I think it's really poignant as well that sort of she had that peace and that sort of as you say yeah peace after going and visiting the clearing mm. and it being blessed and that um, Becca's body was then released to them oh okay which is just the timing of that yeah that's... and Sonia set about planning for her funeral Mm-hmm. So she said she wanted it to be a celebration of her life that was cut short rather than a spectacle for strangers to come and gawp at. Oh, okay, yeah. And this bit's absolutely horrible again. Because oh, no. it, it was sounding really positive for a second. People are just so shitty and I hate people. Mm-hmm. She got a horrendous phone call from Charmaine. Right. Davies, Ninnis and Thomas's families were asking if they could come along to the funeral. No, fuck off. That no, was you pretty can't. much Sonia's response. Yeah. No, you cannot. How dare you even ask? Yuck. Like, what's wrong with you to even suggest it? Exactly. How can you think that that is appropriate mm. at all? Yeah. Like, no. Jesus. Crawl back under your rocks. Yeah. So, yeah, Sonia was stunned. Like, how could anyone be that callous? Yeah, and just so, like, narcissistic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the word for it, really, isn't it? Her daughter's funeral. And your children were involved. Like, on some level, all of them were involved. Yeah. No, no, you can. And even if, even if they were not actually involved in the murder even if and i'm not i don't know if i believe that that's not true right now because i don't know where we're going okay but even if they still fucking joked about it and were fine they still joked about about murdering her daughter yeah and were okay with that as a joke yeah so if she's murdered even if it's nothing to do with them no you sick twisted little goblin you can fuck right off yeah and they all participated in these rumors and mm-hmm. slut shaming her even though exactly. she's got nothing to be ashamed yeah. of they and... would have known that davies was treating her like shit yeah all of this and they were they were complicit in everything exactly like no so yeah um sonia i don't know what word she used but <laughs> probably along the lines of fuck right yeah. off they can crawl under whatever hellstone they came from. <laughs> and Charmaine agreed with this. Mm-hmm, and she good. said that she would handle it and tell them not to come as they were n- certainly not welcome. No. God, please don't tell me that they still forced no, they their way didn't. in. Okay, thank um, God. Charmaine did, bless her, she apologised for even having to ask Sonia. Yeah, which she has to because of her job. But Yeah, oh. I think I would have been so tempted to just like, 
I know you can't, but to be like, I'd want to just not even ask, but exactly. say no, she said no. Exactly. <laughs> right. oh, so, oh, the, the shit people in it, this poor girl and mothers and families' lives just keep crawling out. What happens now? This is worse. What the fuck? I'm not even like trying to be salacious or anything because I feel so, like, so much for Sonia and what she had to go through. Mm. On the day before Becca's funeral, mm-hmm. Sonia got a letter in the post that Becca's shitty asshole of oh, a father. Oh, I was just about, I just clicked into my mind. I was like, oh, there's her dad. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to court to delay the funeral. And he had a list of demands before he said he would allow the funeral to go ahead. What? Yep. I'm sorry, what? Yep. If you really care about your child, you're not... You don't You do don't that. use their fucking funeral as a way to control and hurt their mother. No. That Ooh. is vile. Yep. That actually makes me feel sick, imagining that. So his list of demands included changing where Becca would be buried... Because she was going to be buried with her maternal grandparents that she adored. Okay, so like where she would want to be if she has oh, yes. to be buried. In their local fucking church. Okay, so like, again, if you've got to bury them, perfect place. Exactly. What? Um, he wanted to change her headstone to read Rebecca Aylwood instead of Rebecca Oatley. That's which not is what, she, what wanted. she wanted. Yeah, she did not want to be an Aylwood. Nope. So, with an, just a shitload of other demands... So that's again so narcissistic. Yeah. It's about what he wants, not oh, caring yeah. about his actual child's feelings and wishes. And this came through the door right as Sonia and her family were all getting ready to go and do the um, like where you go and see. The, oh, like, like the last the mem- viewing. Yeah, the last viewing, the memorial bit. Oh, um, so literally just as they're going out the door to have to see Becca, and it's sort suddenly of, like, oh no, you can't. Yeah. Because Sonia now had to rush off to deal with this court issue. Poor Sonia. Fucking Yeah. I don't know how you would... I don't like, know how she kept going. Like, this just... Like, I know she had no choice yeah. to, but... Everything I am stressed about right now in my life has instantly just felt so unimportant yeah. right now. Like... <sighs> God. So, luckily she had a really good solicitor that she'd used in her divorce... Mm. So she contacted her, who told her to come straight to her office, Mm -hmm. because with when the court, like, session had been scheduled, it was scheduled for that afternoon, they couldn't have even travelled there in enough time to appear in court. So he'd done that deliberately as well. And so had his legal team. Yeah, to put them in contempt of court or whatever, or just it'd be like, (laughs) they can't fight against it. Yeah, they're not here, so we're going to take it as agreement. Yeah. So Sonia rushed to her solicitor's office, who got straight onto the court while mm-hmm. waiting for her to turn up, and sort of explained the situation, and managed to get them to agree that they could appear via, like, video link okay. from her office. God, this explains why my fiancé's sister, she's a lawyer. Yeah. Why so stressed. Yeah. And why all of her days off are not days off, because she's still always checking stuff and being like, oh, God, I've got to make this phone call anyway. And you're like, put the laptop away. Now I get why she can't. She can't. Yeah. God. So, yeah. um, They had a gruelling day that Mm. they never should have had to go through. And they're going to have prepared themselves for the funeral, the final viewing. So all those emotions will have been kind of geared up. And now you've got this. And Yeah, so it's like they... It's just emotional 
barrage after barrage. Literally torture. Yeah. Um, Luckily, the courts did rule in Sonia's favour. All they granted Becca's biological father was 10 minutes to see her at the Chapel of Rest. Okay. That's fair. Um, Yeah. In my opinion, that's pretty fair. Exactly. And presumably he could go to the funeral if he wanted. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So he turned up with some of his family to the okay. Chapel of Rest when Sonia's family had finally made it down there after yeah. all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he then started verbally attacking them. Oh my fucking God. He even went so far as to scream at Linda that she was the one who drove Becca to her death in front of his other children, mm-hmm. Jess and Jake. I get, again, that I get feels, emotions running yeah, high. That feels like an extremely pained... But, response, but he'd been asked to wait outside mm. so that Sonia's family, barring so, sorry, Becca's family, barring yeah. her mum, Sonia, and her siblings, could leave before he came in. Yeah. But he didn't. He barged no. in. And this is why they wanted that separation. Yeah. Because also, like, he is obviously entitled to, and I'm sure was, grieving her yeah. as well. I'm sure that did genuinely matter. But. but the way he's handling it is not acceptable. And also, it does feel very narcissistic in how it was being handled. So, Mm. he actually got removed by the police. He was that disgusting. Yeah, that's where you know the behaviour's gone way, way, way over the line. Too far. If you're like a white person in Wales being removed by the police, (laughs) you're pretty certain that you're acting out of order. Yeah. Yeah. So... After, I can't imagine what a hard day that must have been. Mm-hmm. They then had the actual funeral the following day. So they still had it that... Yeah. So hang on, so all of this happened in one day? Yes. Shit. Yeah. Holy fuck. Now, the funeral, Sonia had planned to try and make it a light as light as it could be in mm-hmm. a celebration of Becca and Aww. who she'd been and she didn't want it being this dark and morbid event mm-hmm. so they lit up the church and they sung all the hymns that Becca had loved to sing because obviously she was religious oh yeah and then it was over mm-hmm. um, but not over over oh. because obviously they now had to find a way to move on without Becca as well as deal with the court case mm-hmm um, one thing that Sonia focused on was moving all the flowers, teddies, and memorials left for Becca from the woods to her grave now. Mm. Um, she said she wanted to make sure they were with Becca and oh. not Davies and the place he'd murdered her. Yeah, definitely. She said she wanted no trace of Becca being left in that place or where him, his family, or friends could see. Oh, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, you took her away from there, but that is not where she belongs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, then... Time went on with them trying to cope with life as best as they could until it came time to go to court. And when they got there, it turned out that while Davies was as loud as many family and friends as he wanted in the courtroom to support him, mm-hmm. being the one prosecuted because of the whole innocent and proven guilty, mm-hmm. like he's allowed that, which, okay, you should have except for he's a massive piece of shit, so I wish he didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then what felt really unfairly, and to me feels really unfair, is that only one member of Becca's family was permitted to be in the courtroom. Just one? Just one. Why? That's the rules, because it's Davies on trial, not 
but they're not the ones prosecuting him. She's a victim. She's not the one who's on trial. Okay, but the support and everything like that surely yeah. should play into it. It's, like, hang on. But I think yeah. to the courts, maybe it is a case of as is. I don't want to say it because it's so horrific. But mm-hmm. I guess their thinking is she's dead. She doesn't need support. support. Yeah, which is disgusting. But like, presumably, is that the rule anyway, or just because she is deceased? I think that they that, can only have one person. Yeah, I think that if she was a victim and in court she'd be able to have more people okay because i was gonna say otherwise that's awful because the victim is going to need more exactly but that's so wrong to them it's it's not that they're sonia's there to support becca becca's not there it's sonia's there to witness it yeah Yeah. oh but yeah it's Uh, so hard i wouldn't want to be the one making those decisions sonia managed to obviously talk to someone who was sympathetic and a bit human mm-hmm. um, because they did manage to get some leeway and uh, Sonia's brother Roger was also allowed to come in with her oh, so okay. Sonia had at least some support yeah so yeah then Davies was led into the courtroom mm-hmm. um, he passed about four feet from Sonia but he was behind like this glass panelling oh. um, and he showed no emotion as the charges for Becca's murder were read out. What a out. surprise, because it means shit to him. Exactly. He ignored Sonia until he was led out of the courtroom oh, past God. Sonia, and he apparently smirked at her. I knew you were going to say he smiled at her. I yep. was like, I knew. Just in my head, I was like, he's going to fucking be smug and, oh. Yeah. And then... He started waving and smiling at his parents, completely like he wasn't being charged he for the is. brutal murder of his girlfriend. He is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Like, he is an actual yeah. psychopath. Just like, oh, hi, I haven't seen you for a while. Nice day, isn't it? Yeah. You Lovely. scum. Nice to have a day trip out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. You'd need that glass partition oh, there, because yeah. if I was there... That is what Sonia fuck. said, that it was only the glass that was stopping her from launching herself at him. Mm. God. Oh, just, I cannot stand yeah. him. Let's put you in prison, mate, and see how much you're smiling smugly then. Oh. If we put you in general yeah. population. No, I'm sure he won't be. No. Um. So, yeah, that was November. Um. And sort of in the lead up to Christmas. So then Christmas came. Mm. And Becca's family had to get through Christmas without her. Yeah. Which was even... <sighs> was so painful for them because Becca, I think, as you and me can relate to, absolutely adored Christmas. Yeah. Um, so she was normally the one that was dragging them out to buy the Christmas Aww. trees. She was helping with the Christmas shopping. She was yeah. doing that is cooking. Just like us. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So Sonia pushed herself to celebrate it for Jess and Jack. And yeah, she said that initially it was so hard to start doing the celebrations mm-hmm. but as she did she felt becca's presence with them oh so they went to visit becca's grave with the rest of their family mm-hmm. and they took wreaths christmas flowers and a couple of like light up decorated christmas Aww, trees that's so nice and they also released white balloons for her oh and they they then had to leave becca there which yeah. to them was just 
soul crushing mm. like it was freezing out she should have been at home with yeah. them doing this exactly yeah i can't imagine if like one of our family wasn't no wasn't there for christmas because we all love it so yeah much. we really like, do love christmas and spend christmas together and yeah it's definitely a family event yeah it wouldn't so, feel right no yeah but yeah time as i keep saying it just continued to move on mm-hmm. um and then the 28th of february came um which would have been becca's 16th birthday oh. and then if that wasn't going to be hard enough like it being the date of her 16th birthday it was also the next court date of davies oh which it just so... seems so cruelly yeah. ironic it feels like this sort of thing happens in so many cases that court proceedings or funerals or like happen on significant Significant days yeah Yeah. um the court date as well it was to sort out things that the judge wanted to address um for the upcoming trial that was going to be what was planning to be held in march Mm-hmm. So the judge wanted to address things like the fact that Davies was being held in a secure facility for teenagers in Bristol. Okay, which... that's a fair way from Wales, isn't it? It's about 50 miles away. Oh, I thought it was further oh, than that. Oh, okay, I thought... Fair enough then. But, <laughs> My geography yeah. is terrible as well. But he was worried about the expense of transporting Davies to and from the courthouse every mm-hmm. day. That's like a 100 miles round trip. Okay, just chain him up in the fucking cellar and leave him there. Well, <laughs> he wanted to house him in Park Prison, mm-hmm. which from Park Prison you can practically see the crime scene. Oh. So the defence argued that Davies wouldn't be safe, as most of the prisoners were from the area and would take oh. justice into their own hands as they would know, like, who... They would have yeah. known that it was a local girl that was murdered. Shame. Yeah. What a shame that would be. Oh, what, what's this knocking on the door? The consequences of your actions? Yeah, <laughs> but no. Because of that... Oh obviously there is a duty to keep him yeah. safe he's not and been he's proven not, guilty and yet. even if he was guilty again duty to keep him safe but i wish they could just chuck him in there and throw the key away so yeah he was kept at bristol um and Bastard. during the whole of this court proceedings mm-hmm. davies kept that fucking little smug smirk oh. on his face full know full yeah. well knowing it was becca's birthday yeah. oh my god this is what i hate and i know that it's, it is good we've got the justice system to stop like, emotional things coming into it where possible. And yeah. Make sure that we sure... try not to do miscarriages of yeah. justice. And... But when you know somebody has done something and they are so smug about it. Yeah. I just, it hurts my soul that like they are being treated better than they treated that person yeah it's like when they go well what about my rights when when they're a convicted like murderer or rapist or stuff like that and And it's just like no like it's incontrovertible proof my initial gut feeling to that is you took away someone else's rights why the fuck do you think you should get any yeah you have to surely ascribe to our society for our society's like protections to to apply yeah if you're not you going took to that away from someone else yeah if you're not going to play by society's rules why do you deserve everyone else to like but, you absolute piece of scum i know but that we can't we can't so do yeah um, i don't think i'd want to necessarily live in a society that did but that is my no. initial feeling yeah but yes we also don't want the purge to come around no. either oh, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. that's not good no. so yeah um 
obviously Sonia saw that little arrogant smirk on his face and said in that moment when they read out the murder charge to Davies she just wanted to kill him mm-hmm. and she actually scared herself with the feeling like she thought she actually felt she could actually try and kill him but and oh, it wow. took like all her self-restraint not yeah. to lunge and at the dock oh bless her which yeah right Gosh. yeah could understand that yeah so obviously the trial was meant to happen in march mm-hmm. but it got postponed until the 20th of june oh wow this was to give the defense time to look at all the evidence okay which fine yes they should yeah, again they should have that ability to but yeah it always amazes me how long it takes for court proceedings yeah, yeah. So, when it finally did roll around, it had been almost eight months since Becca's murder. Mm. Sonia arrived at Swansea Crown Court, not only hoping to see justice done and be a witness for her daughter, but also to finally get answers to what had happened. Because mm. she's a witness, she can't know all the oh, details. Oh, yeah, because we don't... Oh, I'd forgotten that we still don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on with Ninnis and everything so, like that. All that Sonia knew was that Becca had been killed after some blows to the back of her head and mm-hmm. that Davies had apparently killed her but Mm. she wanted to know what had led up to it and what chain of events had unfolded Mm. so on the third day of the trial Mm -hmm. Sonia was called to the witness stand so she had to wait for three days in like this little room in like the courtroom where like she just had to sit and wait until she was called Mm -hmm. Um, so after spending the morning giving her testimony the court break for lunch mm-hmm. and then Sonia would be cross-examined straight after okay she said though she wasn't worried about the cross-examination which i can't believe how strong she is to not be worried yeah she said that how on earth could the defense discredit her when you can't discredit the truth and that's what she'll be saying and here i am who as a 29 year old adult still ends up sick and like with sweaty palms thinking about saying something in like a oh, work meeting i still <laughs> avoid phone calls if i yeah. can i won't answer the phone Same. or make phone calls yeah the other day mom was like i tried to get rid of get hold of Elle, but she didn't answer her phone i was like yeah she's not going to send a message <laughs> yeah. text how how am i like 34 and mum still doesn't know you need to text me I know. yeah that's why if i need to ring you and do yeah i feel awful and then i like message you after be like nothing's wrong it was just about this or <laughs> i answer it because i'm just like becca wouldn't ring me otherwise yeah i need to answer them yeah. like even josh's family bless them have learned no i don't do phone calls <laughs> text me yep oh, oh. So, yeah, um, in the cross-examination, um, the defence focused on the tack that Ninnis had been the one to kill Becca, because like, obviously that's what Davies was saying. Mm-hmm. So they asked what Sonia thought of Ninnis and whether she disliked him, really trying to get her to pin down the fact that she didn't like him. Okay. But Sonia said, well, I didn't even know Ninnis. I knew of Ninnis, yeah. but I didn't know him. So how the fuck, and she yeah, you're not... didn't swear no. <laughs> can I have an opinion of him as to whether i like him or not i don't know the guy yeah um they were also very 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 focused (laughs) very very yes (laughs) you know when you get into a role and you're just like i've got to finish this now because of the rhythm um (laughs) about whether becca could swim 
And Sonia confirmed that she couldn't swim at all. She, like, didn't even paddle in the sea no. because she was nervous as fuck of water. Yeah, and she wasn't found in a wa- in a body of water, so why is that relevant? Ah, uh, it does. Like, they do go back onto that. Okay. I'm going a bit, like, Italian or you something. Do. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, after being cross-examined, Sonia was now able to sit in the courtroom and listen to the rest of the evidence, mm-hmm. hopefully getting those answers as to what had happened and led up to the fateful day. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't start happening until the following day. I just, I'm, uh, I'm awful with waiting for anything. It's Same. the worst. Mm-hmm. Right. My heart goes out to anyone and Sonia who have to wait. Yeah. But, oh. So now it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was Thursday, but <laughs> it was a day. Oh, I'm not sure if Thursday was the next day. Oh, but right. Okay. A Thursday in the trial. Right, okay, so it was Thursday. It was the next day. Okay. Cool, I'm getting myself muddled in circles (laughs) now. So, the next day on the Thursday, Thomas first took to the stand. So, obviously, one of Davy's friends. he's the one who squealed to the police, right? Yes, thank God. Mm. Um, He told the court at at around... Around? Around? Around 11am on the day of Becca's murder... He was dropped at a local cafe to meet Davies and Ninnis, like they did most Saturdays for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Now, he had crutches at the time, which is important to the case, so just hold that in your little... Okay. Br- not your little brains. <laughs> That's insulting. Yeah. Hold that little piece of information in your brains. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they were off meeting breakfast... Eating <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Fuck me. Meeting breakfast. <laughs> nice to um, meet you, sausage. <laughs> And after about 45 minutes, they walked back to Ninnis' house. Okay. Or hobbled in his case. Yep. <laughs> now, while there, Davies told Ninnis and Thomas that he was planning on meeting Becca at the woods later that day to kill her. Hang on. He literally just, they had breakfast and he was like, oh, I'm going to go kill my girlfriend yep. later. They all discussed together how he could do it, even going as far as to get spades from the shed to act it out. What? Which the... just makes me literally feel so yeah. sick and angry. Oh. And I cannot imagine having to sit in that courtroom and hearing that these scum did that about your daughter. Yeah. Like, we're just joking around, laughing about it, and just discussing Acting it. it out. Yeah. Like, it's just a fucking game. Yeah. Like, oh my... Hours before she was killed. Literally hours before. Davies then told them to bring the spades up to the wood later to help him bury Becca. However, Thomas testified that he didn't believe Davies was actually going to go through with his plan or that he was being serious. It was all just a big old joke. Okay, yeah, that's why you, like, sorted out a plan for later on. So, at about 1pm, they all left, Ninnis's, and Davies told them again the time had come to kill Becca. After a while, at about an hour and a half later thomas and ninnis rang davies and they asked what was he up to he told them he was still up at the woods and when i need to stop reading your notes over your shoulder yes you do (laughs) when they asked if he was with becca he giggled and asked them to define with what the fuck yeah what yeah fuck there's no fucking words you like literally no fucking words yeah um yeah, he then told them to meet him at the woods entrance in about 10 minutes. God. At this point, Becca would have already been dead. And this was about half two-ish, yeah. three o'clock. Wow. 
So he says, "Oh, I just shit. I can't. I don't know. There's no words. No actual no. words. And just I don't know the amount of planning and discussing and I think everything. it's the giggling as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> define with. Just, yeah, it just being like oh, fun to them. Yeah, like it. There's no. There's no, no like any sort of awareness. No." in their minute little fucking brain cells that that is a person with their whole life yeah that and they've just that matters out. to other people yeah the yeah and it's the um what was i going to say i had a thought where was this going um <laughs> no it's gone i can't think of it I'll, oh I'll but, <laughs> yeah so um when they did get to the woods entrance um, Davies spoke to Ninnis. Um, I think Ninnis rung him. And he apparently sounded panicky at this point and asked them to meet him at the top of the woods. But as it was like a hill that was steep and slippy, Thomas, on his crutches, which is why it was important. Oh, yeah, okay. He didn't go with Ninnis because obviously, like, he'd fall fat on his face, which he yeah. would fucking deserve at a minimum. Yep. Um, I hope that when he is no longer in this world, he is in a place where he's on crutches and always bashing into the mud. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, so after a few minutes, Ninnis and Davies came back right. to where Thomas was. That's very quick. Yeah. And Ninnis said he'd seen Becca lying face down in the dirt. And then Davies suggested that they just go back to Ninnis's house. Well, and just leave her there. Yeah. So what was all this plan about burying her? Yeah, they didn't do that, and probably too much work. I was going to say, yeah. You know, why'd you bury what the fuck? essentially what they view as trash? And at that point, if they thought it was all just a joke, at yeah. that point, would you not be like, shit? This is where he's taken us to see a body, and fuck, he's done it. This is where, and we get onto Ninnis's testimony in a bit. This is where I think there is a difference between Thomas and Ninnis and Thomas not fully realising what Davies could be like in the same way that Ninnis did and being Mm -hmm. sort of a different person. Okay. So, once... So, maybe what you're saying, like, he maybe thought they were going to go to the woods and Becca jump out and be like, yeah, ha we tricked you. Or that Davies was just being a bravado twat and trying to wind him up. Wouldn't actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. So they got to Ninnis's and Davies told them how when Becca's back had been turned, he'd hit the back of her head with a rock. Mm. Um, She'd fallen over and started screaming and that he'd continued to hit her with the rock until she stopped. Oh, that makes me feel sick. He said he then went and made a cup of... Oh, (laughs) Davies didn't say that. Thomas said that Davies then went and made a cup of tea in the kitchen. Okay, like whilst he's telling them this. Yeah. Okay, not in the words. Yeah. Because that confused me. I confused myself because I'd written it down, but yes. Um, At this point... So fucking callous. Like just casual about it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I hit her with a rock. I'm just going to go make a drink. Exactly. Like he's the one, like... It incenses me. You know, like, obviously we're British, like... A cup of tea is for comfort. Yes. There's, like, it's almost like he's trying to act like he's the one who's traumatised mentally when he's not at all. Yeah, that's true as well. It's like, oh, I need to sit I need, I need my cup of tea, yeah. wanker. Um, so, yeah, while he was doing that, um, Thomas texted his mum to come and pick 
him up, mm-hmm. which she did around 4pm. Yeah. Um, but before leaving, Davies told Thomas to delete all his texts and that if anyone asked him to say that they were together all afternoon. Is he? And I know the answer is yes. Is he a fucking moron? <laughs> Deleting them doesn't delete them. Nope. You absolute arsewipe. We explained this back in um, the Panama one. Yeah. Backpack like, Which mystery. Which ages ago. And also there will be records with the fucking, like, phone company. Yeah. Like, you are so I think he thinks he's idiotic. like all this, this big yeah. macho teenager. Yeah. Well, that's thing, it's cleverer like, than the police. Yeah, it's like you're fucking 16 or 15. 15. 15, mate. Yeah. You are You don't nothing. know shit. No. You are nothing. So. Not that every 15 year old is nothing, but him specifically. Yeah. <laughs> unsurprisingly hearing all of this um sonia actually had to leave the courtroom at one point because she felt so sick with how they were just so coldly talking about her daughter's murder it makes me feel like i need like a shower yeah hearing it i cannot imagine bleach yeah hearing that about somebody i care Care about about. yeah so then ninnis took the stand Mm. So the story he gave was similar to Thomas's. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that he, Dave, he and Davies had an agreement that Ninnis would buy him breakfast if he killed Becca. So he's like giving a little bit more detail now. Like, yeah, no, I had a like agreement with Davies. Which is like, what well, the fuck is wrong with you anyway? Yep, like, you, you sick scum. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Thursday before Becca was killed, Davies and Ninnis had the following conversation. Okay. By text. So it's from um, Sonia's book, mm-hmm. um, By Man I Love You. So I've tried to keep it as verbatim as possible. Um, so, Davies, don't say anything, but you may owe me breakfast. Ninnis, best text I've ever had, mate. Seriously, if it's true, I'm happy to buy you breakfast. Which is vomit. Yeah. No, because again, at that point, you'd be like, what the fuck are you on about? If yeah. you were a normal, Thinking it was a sensible joke. person. Yeah. yeah. Who has a shred of humanity. Yeah, they obviously don't. You'd be like, whoa, slow down. I reckon like, a demon has more humanity than yeah, them. probably. Like, yeah. I would rather be around the possible demonic entity from last week's case than them. The week before last. Last week was part one of this one. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I'm sure that they were a nicer person yeah. overall. Yeah. So, Davies, hope by then it'll be done and dusted. Ninnis, I want all the details, you sadistic bastard. Yeah, that's really joking, mate. Uh-huh, that really implies you didn't think he exactly. was really going to do What? Oh. Davies, large breakfast with extras and everything. Ninnis, sick, sick boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, again, there's no, no words. No, because again... I, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like, I've had friends who've joked about questionable things. Yeah. You but don't go along with it like that. No, exactly. I've never just... Oh, aren't you a bit of a sick person? Yeah. Like, you legend. Exactly. Like, there's a line like, where you kind of... Even, you're either it's too far or it just... What? Even just reading it makes me feel dirty. Mm. Yeah. Like, like I've And never... they're not my words, but I still feel... No horrified it's like saying like if you read a slur or something yeah like in, it would make That's you feel thing, yeah. oh, disgusted with yourself yeah. just reading it makes me feel horrible none of my friendships have ever 
thin ones where that sort of joke would be funny. No. If somebody joked about that, it just would not land. And it'd be like, what's wrong with what you? What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, like, that's not okay. Um, yeah. So Ninish repeated that they were joking about with the space, pretending to kill Becca. Apparently, though, he, like Thomas, thought they were all joking. Like, bear in mind the text messages he'd sent. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. He said that when he met Davies in the wood, because he agreed that, you know, um, Thomas couldn't get up crutches and stuff, mm-hmm. he showed Ninnis Becca's body and told him to lift her hood to look at her face, but Ew. that Ninnis didn't. Okay. I that's don't believe just, that. I don't believe it, but also that's, that's just grim. Horrible. Just so she had oh. like a hood up. Yeah, she was having. She was wearing a oh. hoodie. So also, it's like you, piece of shit little boy yeah. that like, he could only do that because her back was turned and she had like a hood up exactly. and everything. Like he couldn't. He had to still distance himself from that. But because... then at the same time, being so chuffed and proud, like yeah. this little gleeful exactly. kid wanting to show you the picture they painted at school. Yeah, it's it just. It's like no, you are less than an amoeba. Yeah. Uh, you oh um odin has drunk like scummy pond water that is, ma- bet- is yeah. better than you yeah yeah um nina said that davies told him how he tried to break becca's neck so he's getting back yeah. to that now which that i don't get that as well because idiot well an idiot as well but also how did it end up with her sort of turning her back to him trying to get away i suppose yeah maybe she was trying to run oh this Um, makes me feel horrible yeah nina Mm. said that when davies couldn't break her neck he hit her with the rock but that she wouldn't stop screaming so he kept on hitting her yeah no shit she's not gonna fucking stop screaming you're trying to kill her um nina said that yeah they all went back to nina's house i'm sorry he kept hitting her because she wouldn't stop screaming shut the fuck up you it's not but you weren't gonna just leave her alive if she'd just not scream i think he's getting to the point that he she kept on screaming which meant she must have been alive so he had to keep on hitting her right yeah um so yeah they went back to nina's house and that later Okay, so bear in mind, this is what I was getting at. Thomas is a shitty fucking person too. Okay. But he was freaked out by Davies and asked his mum to come and pick him up. He didn't want to be around Davies. He wanted to leave once he was like, oh, she is actually there. Oh, shit, she's actually dead. Oh, shit, you can actually kill someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, I'm noping out here. Yeah. Ninnis said that Davies had left and that because he didn't like being on his own his parents were out camping he didn't like being on his own yeah oh you poor oh, little no, wait. boy okay he rung davies uh-huh. who had killed someone yeah and he felt safe enough with davies that he went to spend the night with him at his grandmother's what the actual fuck so he literally has no problem with him as a person after he has murdered a 15 year old girl that is a very good point if he thought it was all a joke exactly yeah. that more points to me that him and davies were very similar people yep and very very close and okay oh, with yes. who each other was i am not convinced i know that the police say that it all points to davies working alone so i can't obviously comment or like the, can't like say anything and everything certain like about that, that but yeah. that with how close they are and how he didn't mind being around him it's very that feels off yeah so yeah, he went and spent the night with Davies at his grandmother's, mm-hmm. um, and that was that. 
So the next few days at court were spent listening to other expert witnesses, mm-hmm. like forensics or topsy people. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> I completely my auditory processing meant I heard that is or topsy people. I was like, what are topsy people? <laughs> the right autopsy. Like topsy and turvy. Those are kids <laughs> yeah, That's what I was like. Um, and then, yeah, also in the days after Thomas and Ninnis's testimonies, the court had the jury walk the same route as Becca did on her last day on earth, okay. which is just, that must That's have been chilling. so hard hitting. Yeah. Um, and that day, Sonia stayed at home and they like had a quiet day all mm-hmm. about Becca, I believe. Um, and then, yeah, the Wednesday that was the 6th of July, mm-hmm. um, they brought out the murder weapon in court. Okay. Which now, was this rock. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, it was a rock that the detective who held it struggled with the weight of. Oh, yeah, you said at the beginning, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. How the fuck? Like... And... Yeah. Then the case moved on to the cadaver dogs. So they used three English Springer Spaniels. Springer Spaniels. Springer Spaniels. <laughs> they used three English Springer Spaniels. Uh-huh. Um, and they were called Muzzy, Badge, and Tito. Oh, and they <laughs> I, were all the goodest I, dogs. I had to put their names in. Yeah. Because they're such good boys or Muzzy. girls. Oh. Um, oh, my God. Just Isn't that. Muzzy that weird, like, thing that taught foreign languages yeah. that we had on, like, cassette tape? Yeah, the, like, alien from outer space yeah. this big, fluffy monster. <laughs> um, so, God, yeah. we're old. <laughs> uh, all three of the dogs, they found the rock that was used to murder Aww. Becca. And as of course was, they did, because they're so they're good. They're such good boys or girls, yeah, I don't know. They're doggos. Yeah. Um, and the, like... and forensic analytical people mm-hmm. um they noted that there was no vegetation growth really under the rock okay so therefore it can't have been in that place very long yeah otherwise there would have been vegetative growth around it okay sure um forensics were also able to match fibers found on that rock to becca's hoodie uh-huh. as well as a hoodie of davies oh what a surprise um davies had washed the hoodie that day um then and they'd found it like dripping wet when they arrested him right um but obviously you know they were still able to get the fibers you motherfucker yeah you're not so smart are you davy so um they'd also found a murky liquid in a trick-or-treating pot by davy's xbox in his grandmother's house what the fuck Remember when I said they think he may have already tried to poison Becca? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they sent this off for analysis, and they found that this gross swamp water was a... Maybe he crawled out of it. Yeah. (laughs) It was a mix of nicotine... Right. ...caffeine and foxglove. Right. And it included two cardiac glycosides which are present in foxgloves oh. they're the things that cause the heart to pump harder mm-hmm. but less often yeah and the effects can be fatal which okay. is like she had blackouts she yeah. was faint that could be linked to low like her heart being fucked up yeah that's really disturbing yeah what the fuck? they were just like what the yeah because foxglove is not something that's just going to get in there by accident no davies tried to say that um him and his friends were just like like literal kids what like making potions making potions i'm sorry what his apparently ninnis had asked oh that mortar and pestle in his grandmother's house right 
what what'd you do with one of those and davies was like <laughs> you grind stuff up with it mate <laughs> and so they went out foraging in the garden to grind shit and just up. ground shit up that what? somehow made a poisonous liquid right because you're gonna and grind then he up. kept it yeah. next to his xbox yeah. for shits and giggles and you're really gonna grind up foxglove coffee and nicotine yeah right and yeah keep it as a little keepsake yeah what the fuck? Oh. Oh, yeah. It's not fucking that, like, YouTube channel, Will It Blend? I know. Like, will it grind? Just, like, what? Just, and I'm sorry, what 15-year-old doesn't is, know what a mortar and pestle is? There probably are some. But if you don't know what a mortar and pestle is, what 15-year-old goes out and, like, a literal 5-year-old decides to make potions? Yeah. Just... <laughs> I just what? what? That's not what? a sort of normal for the age kind of activity no you'd think they'd smoke they'd probably do drugs i'm mm. not gonna i can't comment and say they no. did but wouldn't surprise me no you could easily describe it as you know how people grind up like weed or yeah. tobacco and stuff you, you could do that with it exactly yeah boom he understands what you can do with it yeah you're not then just like oh my god i've got to try it <laughs> <No>. like, <laughs> what? so yeah um Jesus. After sort of the forensics and the um, experts and stuff had been called, Mm -hmm. it was finally Davy's turn to take the stand and sort of bringing it back down to a more depressing place. Mm. Um, Firstly, his interview tapes were played to the court. Okay. Now, in his interview tapes, he confirmed that he had gone to the cafe for breakfast. All right. And he had arranged to meet Becca and stay over at hers later. Mm-hmm. He said he then turned to Ninnis and Thomas and told them they'd be buying him breakfast. But he maintained it was all just a joke they had about killing Yeah, because I often joke about murdering my fiancé. Yeah. I think it's just hilarious to imagine killing him. And yeah, especially to all your friends and you yeah. know, tell them to bring shovels. And... Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Davies then said that he went to meet Becca at around 2pm. Mm-hmm. Um, he claimed that she was sheltering from the hail under a tree while on the phone to her mum. Yeah. Remember how he fucking told her mum that she hadn't seen him? Yes. And that actually. wasn't him while she was sheltering under the fucking tree. That's a very good point. I'd yeah. forgotten that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was about to say, oh, well, that's true. But yeah, that's right. He <laughs> said it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, he claimed that he'd told her all about the bet he had with Thomas and Ninnis to kill her. Okay, because if if that's Troy, really something that you tell some yeah, if Troy turned around to me and was like, "I've got a bet with my friends going, I'm going to kill you," I'd be like, okay, I think I'm going to go stay I'm gonna at, back out the yeah, room. I'm going to stay at Mum's for a few days, no reason. Yeah, and file for like the house being sold and splitting it. And oh stuff. yeah, it would be that. Yeah. Act normal. Find an excuse to leave. Yeah, and never go back. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the dogs for a walk. Bye. Yep. <laughs> how funny what a good joke i'm just gonna go walk the dogs yeah like that's not something that no your partner is gonna be okay with you joking about no um so yeah uh davies then tried to claim oh he also told her yeah no he'd also mentioned that if he did then he'd get breakfast right yeah you know but just it- makes it all the more fun yeah and also just doesn't make it sound like a joke if you're like if i do i'm gonna get bought breakfast yeah like you're talking in very much in the like future tense of it happening exactly um ninnis no not ninnis davies then said that becca suggested staging her death 
and shocking Ninnis and Thomas when she walked into school on Monday. Yeah, because again, hilarious. Yeah. Really funny. Make them think I'm dead all weekend. Yeah, I doubt she's going to have said that. And she didn't like dirt and mud in that word. No. She agreed to lying, or suggest, to lying down on the dirty wood floor. Yeah, exactly. No. No, especially when, again, it's been pissing it down with rain exactly. all day. It's um, very muddy. So, yeah. Davies then claimed that Ninnis came and met them in mm-hmm. this, like, wooded clearing. Um, and that they had to leave Thomas at the bottom of the hill because of his crutches. Then... When Becca and Davies were having a giggle at, like, catching Ninnis out, Ninnis thought that they were laughing at him. Yeah, they so were. So, he pushed Becca to the ground and started hitting her with a rock. And, of course, Davies was shocked and couldn't do anything to stop oh, him. Oh, no, because he's this big fucking guy. He's, like, what, over six foot? Yeah. And, but no... He, he could th- lift that giant fucking rock that the prosec- like the prosecutors are struggling yeah. to lift. But, oh, no, he just stood by and watched his friend beat his girlfriend to death. To death. Not even just hit her once. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure you would just stand by wringing your hands going, Oh, oh what oh, do I do? Please, please stop. Like, yeah. no, you... That's not how instinct works if you... No. Like, no. <laughs> so, bear in mind, Sonia was sat in courtroom listening to his bullshit testimony mm-hmm. um and the inconsistencies as clear as they are to us completely shone out to sonia probably even more so mm-hmm. one of the inconsistencies was the fact that she said there's no way becca would have said they'll get a shock when i walk into school on monday because they'd broken up for half term oh yeah yeah and Becca was very studious. She didn't get confused about shit like that. No. There's no way she would have said that. Yeah. So, yeah. Good Idiot. Point. Idiot. Yeah. Um, also, Sonia had phone records that showed that she'd been on the phone and hung up at 1.19, not 2pm, and it had stopped hailing by 2. Oh. So, yeah, there's, like, all this bullshit that's just, like, mm-hmm. you haven't even tried to get your story straight, mate. Like, oh, thank God. Because he's so dumb. Yeah. Now, when the police were interviewing Davies, mm-hmm. they, in, like, his interview tapes, they asked him how come he didn't tell his grandmother what Ninnis had apparently done. Oh, his yeah. answer, wait for it, was, oh, I didn't think of that. Hang on, what? So you just thought, oh, no, my friend has beaten my girlfriend to death in the woods. I guess I'll just carry on with my life. Like I didn't me. think about telling anyone. To me... Not even when her mum rang me and asked where she was. To me, his, I didn't think of that, was actually him was thinking, honest. oh shit, I didn't yeah. think of that when I told you my story. That was a genuine response to, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah. Um, they asked, why did he send text messages that evening asking her to come home and that everyone was worried when he knew that Ninnis had apparently killed her. Mm-hmm. His response literally makes no fucking sense. Oh, God. His <laughs> response was, well, I felt too guilty. What? 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 I don't even get what he's trying to mean. No, what? You... What? <laughs> Mate, what? You felt too guilty? For murdering her. <laughs> what? How would you feeling guilty that your friend had murdered her uh, mean that you sent text messages asking her to come home because yeah. everyone's worried? Exactly, yeah. What? I'm s- what? <laughs> Don't make sense. 
So, then Davies got on the witness stand. Oh, okay. Here and, of course, he tried to pin it on Ninnis, mm-hmm. like we knew, stating that he'd picked up the rock with one hand before he could stop him. One hand? Yeah, remember how everyone's struggling to lift this say, fucking rock. What is he, a fucking strong man? That's obviously why Davies couldn't stop him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... He before he could stop him. These are the most he, like jacked high schoolers I've ever heard about. <laughs> he started like hitting Becca with it with one hand. Yeah, and so that means he's also got to be a ho- maintaining his grip on it. It makes no sense when people are struggling to pick it up. So the prosecution obviously quizzed Davies on everything he was claiming, and they then asked him about his comment when he left the cafe that the time had come, asking him what he really meant by that. Mm-hmm. Davies tried to pass it off as just a throwaway comment, but like the prosecution, good on them, didn't give up. So they kept asking him again and again, good. what do you mean by it though? It's just a throwaway comment. Okay, fine, but what are you meaning by it? Davies finally mumbled in the courtroom that he meant the time had come to kill Becca. Okay. Because it's all just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so... Thursday, the 21st of July, finally brought about the closing arguments on both prosecution and defence. And the jury went to deliberate. Mm -hmm. Now, by 4pm, the jury was still deliberating. And as it was a Friday, the court was adjourned until Monday. So she had to, like, Sonia had to wait all over the weekend. Um, And it took until Wednesday for the jury to reach a verdict. Oh, my gosh. I said verdict, weirdly. Um, and they came back with guilty. Not surprising. Exactly, really. but yeah, he was not the most compelling uh, defendant. No. So, sentencing was scheduled for the 2nd of September, mm-hmm. and Davies was given a sentence of indefinite confinement with Good. a minimum of 14 years before he could apply for parole. Okay. And that only then, he would only be considered for parole if he admitted, he admitted, he admitted his guilt and showed remorse. Mm. Remorse is so easy to fake, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, I hate that But the that whole being... way through, he was adamant that he didn't yeah. do it. So I can see why they were just like, we won't even consider you, mate, until you well, said true. you've done yeah. it. I feel like he should not have it, the ability to have parole ever. But, no. You know. So the judge... It's because of his mouth, like he was a minor when it happened and stuff. Thing is, to me... I always find that more disturbing, if anything. I'm like, yeah, that seems a bigger problem there, if a kid's there, killed someone. There comes an age, I think, where crosses over mm. like a seven-year-old okay you'll be able to teach them out of that and it could be that they don't understand mm. but like the a teenager of what they've done yeah. but yeah teenager like holy shit mm. um so yeah the judge told davies as he gave him his sentence that he had shown himself to be devious calculated mm-hmm. calculated and controlling mm-hmm. showing no remorse and killing becca in the most brutal way mm. When Davies tried to slump on the desk Oh crying, no, he put on a little crying oh, act. Yes, for himself, come on. Yeah, he's just... He, it's that whole, like, are you sorry because you're sorry or sorry for getting caught? Yeah, it's like he is crying... being caught. Yeah, he's crying because he's like, poor me, I've got to yeah. go to prison. So the judge, good on the fucking judge, he actually ordered that Davies be stood back up and told him he was only crying for himself and not what he'd done. Yes, that so judge... So he made people yeah. hold him up by the arms. Yes, that judge sees through the bullshit yes. and sees what's going on. Exactly. Oh, yes. Uh, that judge, just round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> so, Becca's family, they were relieved with the sentence and they did feel that justice had been done. 
Um, they mm. also felt that Becca was with them in the courtroom looking down and glad Aww. at the outcome herself. Um, however, the time has gone really quickly um, since then. Um, and Davies only has to serve until October 2024. No way. Until he could get parole. Is that all it is? That's That will have been the 14 years? Yeah. Shit. Jesus. Yeah. Two years. Two years. And oh he God. could get parole. Yeah. Um, there's campaigns on that to take away the option of parole for him, which mm-hmm. should happen. Good, yeah. Um, and he has now admitted his guilt. I was going to say... I'm guessing that maybe because parole's coming I up. was going to say, you would admit it if you know that you might get out if exactly. you do, wouldn't you? Um, Sonia herself says that she started to accept that the only person who knows why Davies has done what he's done is himself. I don't um, think he has a fucking reason. No. He's just a sick fuck. Um, she's just said that there is evidence that she won't be able to have for a long time um, because quite unusually, apparently, for what the police do afterwards, um, the police are actually still holding on to a lot of the evidence from the oh, case. Oh, okay. Um, Sonia has spoken to psychologists and psychiatrists about Davies, I guess just trying to heal herself and get perspective and yeah. answers. Um, and they've said that he showed strong traits for narcissism and psychopathy. Uh-huh. And that to him, killing probably felt like no big deal. There was no weight on his conscience at all for it. It was mm. nothing yeah. to him. Um, Sonia feels that the fact that Becca had moved on with her life after they broke up was excelling in school, had friends, a new boyfriend, ambitions that she was on her way to achieve, that it must have eaten away at Davies, um, mm. to the point that he obviously had to show her he still had the power and control yeah. over her life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the to finish really, um, in Sonia's book, um, she says that the most important thing to her as Becca's mum is that after all this tragedy and how Becca's life was cut short is that she makes sure Rebecca is remembered for who she was, separate from Davies and the evil act that he committed. Mm -hmm. So she says, Becca was a happy, joyful girl who dreamed of becoming a barrister one day, who loved English at school and was an amazing daughter, niece, sister and friend, and she should have gone on to live a great life. So yeah, I definitely recommend her book, By Mam I Love You. Yeah. There's a lot more about um, Becca in the book. She sounds like she was amazing. Yeah. Like, and oh. just awful that she crossed paths with such scum. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, that's a, a bit of a long one, but I wanted to get in. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to cut more than that. I don't no. think. No. So. It was all important, and oh yeah, just so sad. Really is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not much more to say there in a way on that. So no. it's just sad. Really so is. so tragic. Um, I know we say it at the end of every we one do. because they all are in their own way. Yeah. Wow. I would be worried though if we like got to the end of an episode and we didn't and feel like, this oh, sort was... of depressed numbness yeah. that we. Uh, like, that, that's how wait. I feel. I just yeah. feel depressed and numb and like yeah, there's this cloud of yeah what we've been talking about. Mm. This is Dr. Cox says the day that you start caring is the day you shouldn't do it. That you stop caring. Yes. <laughs> the day you start caring. <laughs> you really messed that one up. <laughs> the day you stop caring. Yes, it's the day that you should stop. Yes. That is that is really true though. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well 
We'll um, see you next week for one of Becca's episodes. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> it's not really very fun. Uh, none of them are. No. All well, right. See, see you, you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye. Oh, you've been listening to The, the Weird, Weird Sisters. Sisters. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and yeah. Yeah, a review, tell your friends. Tell please, your... please, please. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to help us out. Um, and if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. W Y R D. Why, you ask? We don't know. <laughs> you should, because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. Yeah. W Y R D also. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments, just want to chat. We're yeah. here for you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.